Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Corrupted Cast. I'm going to call it the Corrupted Cast. I actually had it listed on here as almost Corrupted Disc Cast and I was afraid that if I said that too fast I'd screw that up. Hello, I'm your host Brandon Nichols. Joining me, not Sam Spangler. Joining me, Zach Parrish. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, man. Thanks so much for having me on tonight. No problem. Thank you for helping me. I uh, Just to be 100% honest, I recorded this episode by myself yesterday, which would have been Monday the 7th, and I screwed up. I don't want to get into it. Something happened. I corrupted my SD card, so I have to re-record it. And I really didn't want to do it alone because I was so defeated about it. Um, thankfully, Zach agreed to come on last minute, and I, I really, really appreciate it, sir. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. I enjoyed the first time I was on, man, and I'm glad I can make it back. Yeah, I was telling Sam recently that we needed to do a, another we need to do a yearly Star Wars podcast where the three of us sit and just talk about Star Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I really liked the episode of the three of us just going on and on about Star Wars for like an hour and a half. That was a blast. Yeah, it was. Um, so Sam isn't here because him and his family and uh, our mutual friends Justin and Brent are going on vacation. And everyone's kind of slammed trying to get prepped for their vacation. So Sam wasn't able to be on this week, which also means Brent canceled on me. So we'll have Brent next week because Sam won't be here next week either. But Sam will be going on a second. He's going on back-to-back vacations. It must be nice to be able to go go out of town for three days, come back, take a a breather, and then go out of town for another week. I don't ever get this as an option. But, you know. Right. So... Next week, we'll probably might have Zach back on again, or maybe some other people, and or a combination. Uh, maybe talk about some E three stuff. So, um, Brent should be back, and I'm going to make him reschedule for next week. So, uh, I got a big question for you, Zach. What have you been playing? Ooh, uh, let's see. I got a couple different ones. My uh, steady game I've been playing right now is in Madden 21. I've been enjoying the uh, been enjoying the franchise we've got together. Our, our pro uh, lane league. Yes. It's been a blast. Way more fun. You know, I, I didn't play a lot of sports games prior to this. So getting to learn that and then, uh, you know, the competitive nature, of course, of the league, it's been a lot of fun. But other than that, I just finished up um, Resident Evil 7, getting excited to play Resident Evil 8. Um, and then what else? Oh, I uh, just started the remaster of the Mass Effect series. It's uh, by far my... my uh, favorite game series so excited to try them all again with all the dlc this time oh that's right it comes it comes with the uh the remaster right yeah Uh uh-huh yeah i think there's like one or two dlc that are minimally important i don't think they impact the story at all um that aren't part of it but everything else is and i think purchasing them separately prior to the remaster it was like 100 200 bucks or something it's insane man it's, 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 it's really nice to be able to play them all now. Did you ever get to finish? Did you ever beat Returnal? I know you had talked about playing it. Ooh, I think I got to one of the last, like, maybe I think the second to last biomes. And then um, it, it kind of got a little cold on the game. You know, it wasn't. Uh, it became, did it become more work than more fun? Yeah. Yeah, it took too long. And I'm sure some of that's user error you know i was reading on reddit some of these people beating it after you know like five ten deaths (laughs) 
It was like, man, that's depressing. Now here I am with, you know, 50 probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been playing. Hours, you know, two hours to get back to the end. Well, you know, that and that was like my biggest fear why I hadn't jumped into it yet because I was like, you know, I just I'm afraid that when you start doing repetitive things in video mm-hmm. games, I start to get really annoyed, which is weird yep. because I'm a huge Destiny One freak, and that was <laughs> nothing but a constant grind and loop game that I did all yeah. the time. I just I think the gun gunplay was just too good for me personally that mm-hmm. i just kept doing it but i don't know Returnal's good play. no 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 oh no. see now you're, you're, man. I mean, you just pushed it further down my list of backlog <laughs> it was okay i mean some of the some of the abilities were kind of cool you know the guns were unique um but just the repetitive nature it, it was like just like you're talking about it wasn't like the destiny you know, where the grind was fun because you enjoyed something, some other part of the game. You know, for Returnal, for me, it would have had to have been the story, but the story didn't hold it up enough to make it worth yeah, pushing that, through until what... they had a save point, you know. Right. I think they were talking about. I don't know if that actually ever went through. See, and I'm a, I'm a huge Housemark fan, and I want to support everything Housemark does, so... It's I'm probably I'm still gonna play it at some point, but I'm probably just gonna wait till it hits a really cheap price on PlayStation Store or something. Um, Definitely be my recommendation. I'm gonna ask you a question to segue into what I've been playing. Have you tried, or are you willing to try MLB The Show since it is on Game Pass for free? Yeah, man. Um, again, not a big sports video game player, but I love to try the new stuff. Um, yeah. I th- yeah, I don't know anything about baseball. Well, I would <laughs> I would love to get a, a pro lean baseball. I'm I've been super surprised that Sam's jump has jumped straight into MLB the show. He was like, I'm gonna play it once. And then he told me, Yeah, I played it once, I'm done. And I was telling him about a couple different modes. They have a mode called March to October, which basically <laughs> it's a whole season. Your point is to get to and win the World Series, but they only hit high points or there's like challenges. So you don't play every game. And the point is, you if you succeed in your challenges as you go, you build momentum, which helps you the computer generate wins for you. And as you go through the season, you just kind of hit some key moments that will try to either help or hinder your path to the to the World Series. And I guess this mode just really helped him really want to get it. And then one night he was like really late. We all finished playing one of our game nights, and he like I was the only one left in the chat, and I was doing something. I was getting ready to log off, and he goes, "Hey, do you want to play a game of of the show with me real quick?" Like, I was like, you versus me? I was like, he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Um, I used to play online baseball games all the time with friends, but we got on and played, and I wouldn't say I beat him handily, but I, you could tell where I had a little more experience than him. But even when it was done, he was like, I had a lot of fun with this. I want We should play again. And I'm like, I want to get more people to play. And since I know you don't have a lot of experience with sporting games, but if you want to give it a shot, I would just say, you know, give it a download. We, we're trying some different games out. Maybe a game night where, hey, you know, we could do that for a pro league game. I get everybody to download MLB The Show, and then we can play each other and still talk to each other. Like yeah. you and me and then Sam and Brent or whatever. We can rotate in and out, just play some games. I think that would yeah. be fun. I've been, so, so I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show. Um, I've also been playing um, 
uh, our franchise stuff and some other Madden stuff. I, I suck at defense, and I've just been practicing a little bit more. Um, so bad. It's you know you you said the other day it was like hey just so you guys know you can actually only play offense that used to be and that's actually when I'm not playing in our franchise that's the only way I play Madden I just play franchise I let, or the I just play offense and I let the computer handle the defense so when you posted that I felt really a lot better about me I was like I'm glad somebody else does this I was playing the all Madden and like all oh, Madden is so hard. But I was actually doing pretty good by letting the computer sim the defense and just playing the offense. I was actually doing really well. Right. Uh, I didn't realize you could do that. And then coming back to the franchise, our our uh, our league, I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. If you watched my the stream I have of that game, I kind of I kind of did it in a rage because I was doing so poorly on defense. And uh, it's embarrassing how much better the computer did. Oh, yeah, easily. I've been struggling because um, I probably should have kept Tom Brady instead of trading him off. And, uh, you, you know, I didn't get Mahomes like I was trying to get in my trades. But I, I depleted my team to try to get Mahomes because I figured I could build around Mahomes. And now I have Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, and it's been a struggle. It's been so hard trying to – I actually feel like my team's better defensively this year than it is offensively. So, um, That's a terrible thing. Yeah. So, the other – remember, there's one other game I've been playing a crap ton of, um, and I don't know if you've played it on your PlayStation. Have you played Sackboy Adventure? Uh, that's the new Sackboy, right? Yes. Actually, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I do have that with, the, with my PlayStation. Um, I've gotten – like through a few of the worlds, it's not very hard. Um, my wife and I played through um, the Sackboy game on PlayStation Three when it came out. We we played that together. That was a lot of fun. Um, don't have another controller for PlayStation Five, so can't really say anything about how good the the two player is. But um, I've enjoyed it. It's yeah, a lot of fun. I've been I've, we've been having a me and I've been playing it mostly by myself. It's kind of been a real chill, relaxed game for me to just sit back and play it um my son has been playing it on his own and then we hop in and play together for a couple times like i got home from lunch yesterday and he was like i'm stuck on this and i need your help and i was like okay so he was plus i I need to get the two-player thing we haven't done this one yet so i helped him with that um but it's just it's a very chill relaxed game so really that's all i've been playing are those three games on a loop so um this is your weekly reminder that you can find the Untitled BS podcast wherever podcasts are distributed. And always rate, share, and hit that subscribe button. This is how the algorithms on the internet know to help move us up in the search functions. If you have a question or suggestion for the show, email us at untitledbs at psainc.com. That's psaink.com. You can find Sam on Twitter at Sam M. Spangler. You can find me pretty much anywhere on social media at PSA Press. So we have a running joke because every time I go to press this, I always forget to turn the volume back up. So, like, I have but, uh, the button that plays my music and my news thing and that are all on a, the same volume control. So, if you notice at the beginning, I fade out the music when I start the intro to the show and I start talking. And then I never remember to turn it back up. So, then I hit this point and I just push the button to play that. And I'm like, why isn't it playing? Oh, it's playing. I just don't have the volume up. Whoa. So, I apologize for that noise. My wife, we're doing this through Discord, and my wife just texted me. So, on top of what we've been playing, um, something I'm going to be playing starting later this week, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes out this Friday. 
Review Ooh. review embargo dropped today. It's getting some great reviews. Um, a lot of the several of the websites, uh, I, I know IGN was one of them, was saying this is why next gen consoles need exclusive games to show off what they are capable of. And apparently, Rift Apart does an amazing job at showing off what the PS5 hardware is capable of. Uh, is Ratchet and Clank a game that's on your list of games to do? Well, it wasn't, but I guess it is now, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got me sold. So, I actually never played Ratchet and Clank. Um, you never played a Ratchet and Clank game? Dude, no. I grew up playing, like, Civilization, Age of Empires. I played some Battlefield 2 back in the day. Like, that was that was my bread and butter. The, the new, um, like, story-driven games, kind of a new thing to me since uh, college. So, um, I've not had the opportunity to play all those. So yeah, that's uh that's exciting to hear. You know, I've been looking for something that really shows up the the PlayStation Five. You know, Returnal obviously was a really pretty game, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. The uh, I was so the first I played the whatever the last Ratchet and Clank game was. It was on PlayStation Three, which was their last mainline story Ratchet and Clank game, um, and I loved it. I thought it was a great game. I never had opportunity to go back and play the ones before it. And then they did this like movie tie-in one that they released on PS4 that was a lot of fun. And I really liked it, which actually you have a PlayStation five, right? Hello? Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought I lost it. Um, If you go through your PlayStation collection, the one that they did with the tie-in for the movie should be free on the PlayStation collection. If you want to give it a little shot to see how the controls are. Um, so having said that, I played that and I loved it. My kids loved it. And so I've been like real kind of like, you know, I like that kind of game. It sounds fun. And then the closer it's gotten to release of Rift Apart, I've been like, man, I really want to play this game. And then when I started reading some of the reviews today, I was like, yep, yep, I'm going to get this game. We're going to play this game and I'm super stoked for it. Um, the controls are always really fun. It's got a great story. Apparently the new the new um, character that's in it is like the heart of the story and really a fun character and the, the comedy is usually pretty solid. Uh, one video review, and I don't remember if it was IGN or GameSpot or somebody was talking about, there were some several actual guffaw laugh out loud moments while playing the game where they were like, I wasn't expecting that. That was pretty good. So it's sitting at 89 on Metacritic. I don't usually give review aggregate, 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 aggregate. I don't know. Aggregate aggregate <laughs> sites like metacritic or um yeah. rotten tomatoes much attention but uh mm-hmm. you know there's it says there's been 97 critic reviews and they're all at 80 that's at 89 um it's all mostly positive it says 93 positive four mixed usually there's always somebody that's like well you know i just don't think you know blah 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 the kotaku yeah. review which i read earlier today i thought was a little ridiculous because almost every kotaku review anymore is a this is what we think this game should have done better. And that's pretty much all they ever talk about unless it's the reviewer's favorite franchise in the entire world. But we could do a whole episode on our opinions on Kotaku. I think, Oh, I I bet we could. Um, (laughs) I I could also do a whole episode on my opinion on Jason Schreier too, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, God of war was officially delayed. Did you ever think this game was coming out this year? No. No, I don't think no, anybody did. Too early. I mean, I, I I figured at least a year at tacked on to everything with the whole twenty twenty one or twenty twenty 
you know, how all that went. So, right. And it was funny to me was like people that actually thought it was coming out. And for me, for me, I'm like, you guys, they haven't even shown anything. All they showed last year was the title sequence thing. Like we are almost into, almost into June. And if you actually thought this game was releasing, that's, that's on you. I actually, my, my hope is that it releases holiday next year, but I wouldn't even be surprised if it was 2023. That's just my own personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Well, and you know, the most recent game was fantastic. You know, it was, it was polished, you know, minimal, minimal bugs, um, great story. So, you know, when, when you, when you're coming from something like that, people are going to expect that I'm going to expect that. You know, I appreciate, you know, I, I appreciate them taking their time and not rushing it as we've seen with the, uh, some other highly anticipated <laughs> recent games. Uh, <laughs> I know you're not talking about Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, the big kerfuffle that happened over this though is, and and I I I see every side of this. the The fact that they've basically stated that GT Seven and Gran Turismo Seven and God of War will be playable on the PlayStation Four as well as the PlayStation Five. Now I get. Here, here's the big issue with why why I think so many people are upset. Sony started the entire next gen thing with "We believe in generations" line, mm-hmm. and all our we plan to support PS5 fully and only for the upcoming video game releases, and then re- release after release, minus Returnal and the upcoming Ratchet and Clank, have all been announced to be on PlayStation four as well as PlayStation five. I think that's the only real problem is their messaging coming out. While I agree personally that I feel like both Microsoft and Sony are hindering their games by releasing on both last and current gen or next gen. Here's a current gen now last and current gen. Because they do, if you're you're creating a game for last gen and then just upgrading it for next gen, you're not accessing the full potential. While I do believe that is a thing that long term could hurt, depending on how far they take it, with COVID and not everyone with these machines not being readily available for anybody, I get it from a money standpoint. It totally makes sense. What's your take on that? I I completely agree, and with crazy is that you know they've sold i believe and i could be wrong i thought i read that ps5 has sold as much or if not more than the ps4 and it's launch year which is crazy you know with with everything the demand still so high i mean it sells out in minutes like five minutes i think was the last best buy drop right did i lose you yeah, it makes it makes complete sense to me for them to do that. And I definitely understand the frustration that players have, you know, especially with Sony kind of making such a big deal out of their exclusive uh, their exclusivity. Um, I'm a big proponent of you know more stuff being available elsewhere. I'm a big fan of the PlayStation controller. That's why I like PlayStation over Xbox. Um, but I also like being able to play PlayStation games on my PC. But I also understand people being you know, frustrated that their PlayStation, their potentially much prettier, higher frame rate, uh, you know, now with the new uh, 
graphics cards, the new, uh, more reflections, you know, that being less impressive due to also having to have a PS4 version, that being frustrating. Definitely get that, you know, especially with the PS5 being 500 bucks. You can still play the game on a $200 PlayStation 4. (laughs) But the kicker with that though, and this is another reason why I get it, but I'm okay with it is man, both, both the new Xbox and PlayStation loading times are non-existent. Like it's true. There, there are people I saw, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was a game. It was some game that released recently that people were literally bitching about three seconds difference between, <laughs> well, why are they saying the Xbox loads three seconds slower than it really does? And I'm like, we're talking about load times that are eight seconds or less. This is what people are upset about on the internet. I'm like, people, you know how I would have loved 10 years ago to have the load time be eight seconds. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Just let it go. Like you guys are, are bickering over the smallest of things, but oh, yes. the games are gorgeous. Like no mm. matter which console you're on, they're lightning fast. There's no load times. I get it. They're there. They are. Like I said, in my opinion, I feel like they're holding back what they can do a little bit. But, but these upgraded versions of these games are freaking amazing and they're still going to look great. They're still going to run great. You're still going to have fun playing them. It's just enjoy it while you can. Yeah. And I, I do like your point about the faster load times. Like that's a huge quality of life improvement. Like, yeah, if, you know, if I got an hour to play, I don't want to spend 30 minutes of my time in loading screens. Right. I was, no. it was funny. Cause I was talking with Sam with, um, miles Morales when it came out, I had said, um, I, I mean, I never experienced a loading screen the entire time I played the game and I didn't really ever think about this. And I said to him, I'm like, like we were doing something and he was watching me play for a little bit one night and I said something to him and I went, Hey, I just realized something. And I'm like, I had already beaten the game and I'm in the middle of trying to platinum it. So I'm on my second run through, but I remember mm. pausing the game and saying to him, Hey, are there loading screens in this game on the PlayStation four? And he goes, what? I'm like, like when you fast travel, what happens? He goes, Oh, you go through the subway system. Like you did on the, you know, the original Spider-Man game. And I went, Oh, and he goes, why? I'm like, and I literally was like fast travel. Boom. There, there's like, I mean, there's no loading thing. Like they, they throw up a little prompt real quick to say hi when you fast travel, but it's like, it's a two second thing. Yep. I just, in my head, I'm going, I guess I didn't even realize there were loading times anymore because of how seamless everything was. And it's like that on the Xbox too. And hell just getting into franchise. We we made a joke with Justin, Uh, Justin won in the, the pro league when, before he'd gotten his, um, series X was like, we were trying to play a game. Everybody, I would, I had loaded on in like 10 seconds into franchise and waiting. And it took him like two full minutes. And I was like, what is taking so long? And he was like, oh, I can't wait to get the newer version of this game. <laughs> so I'm like, but, but it's insane what these new systems can do. So like, while it sucks and Halo, I think deserves to be like made exclusively as a Series X game. They're going to sell so many copies and the fact that they're on both and Game Pass and the way they have that set up. And it's going to console. God, God of War is going to do the same thing. Like they it doesn't matter. And I know they said that the PlayStation five sold a lot of consoles. 
but that doesn't mean it's in a lot of people's hands. I'm pretty sure when they when they figure out those numbers of how much they've sold, that's how much they've sold to retailers, not how much they've sold in stores. Mm-hmm. And so I that I learned that somebody in the comic book industry told me once that, that that was how all things worked with the comic book industry, and they were pretty sure that's how it worked with like video game sales and album sales. The the number they tell you is the number that stores have bought. So if the stores are running out and they place an order for X amount of numbers, including pre-orders, that's that's the, a big part of it. So if they sold 10 million, that's because stores have sold 10 million. And we've all seen what the scalpers have done with both of these systems. Mm-hmm. That's what a large number of these system sales have been. And I think... Well, I think there are a lot of people that do have PlayStation 5s and Xbox Series Xs in their hands. I think a lot of them are also not necessarily actual gamers and they're just scalpers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm sure they've still got a ton in their uh, inventory just waiting for someone to finally pay their price. Right, exactly. I've yeah. uh, I've thought about I stopped buying them because I was I was able to acquire I think I bought 4 Series Xs. <laughs> 4 friends over the last three months because I was able to you between using apps and everything, I was able to hop on them, find them really fast. And so Mm -hmm. it was just one of those things where I'm like, Hey, you need one. Hey, I found one. Here's you go. You give me the money. I give you the console. And then it was like, I had one that I didn't sell, but I would just been buying them. I was like, Oh yeah, there's another one. I'll buy it. I know somebody who who needs one. And then I was like, well, I'm going to keep this one and sell my S and I sold my S at price. I was like, hey, yeah. this thing's a month, a month and a half old. And somebody on Facebook Marketplace was like, and you want just normal price? You don't want above price? I was like, no. Got it. And then later this guy told me, he goes, I actually work for Microsoft in a Microsoft store, and I can't get one of these. Yay. I was like, well, there you go, sir. Here's your Microsoft. I said, here's your Series S. It's great. <clears throat> um, Zach, E3 starts this week. Starts in the morning um, from the time this podcast will post tomorrow morning like three hours later, uh, Battlefield six trailer. Are you excited for Battlefield six? So that's, that's actually a, a difficult question for me because I am a massive Battlefield fan. Always have been like, I, I my first big FPS was in call of duty. It was Battlefield two. So I, you know, I grew up playing that, uh, and then Battlefield three, Battlefield four, Battlefield one, Battlefield 5 was a massive letdown. It just sucked. I hated the gunplay. That's what I was going to ask you. So, you know, I don't know. I I hope that they've learned from it. You know, there's lots of other ridiculous controversy around it, which was stupid. I was just looking. I'm just talking about the gameplay. Right. Uh, You know, I hope they they learn from it and that the gunplay goes back to you know, original Battlefield. I hope that it, with this being a more modern title, uh, which is the rumor, um, that, uh, that it, they will, you know, I'll be closer to a Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, in which case I'll probably enjoy it. Um, but man, it's Battlefield 5, just such a sour taste in my mouth. Now you're, you, I think you've told me you are also a PC guy. Is this a game you're going to get on PC? Definitely going to be a PC purchase for the higher frames. Yeah, I had a feeling. Just thought I'd ask. Uh, <laughs> now, having said that, you know the Series X and the PS5 can get some higher frames now, if you, know, you sacrifice some things. But you know, whatever. 
our friends playing on if you know if the pro lean group is going to be playing on uh, console i would heavily consider going console over pc because I'm not gonna lie. I like my eye candy. I like <laughs> I, I like I like the better looking games, but you know well, they're not as have friends playing them. So I will tell you, Sam and I have had lengthy conversations about um, shooters in in video games, or mm-hmm. and um in all the different you know shooting games. He is a diehard Battlefield guy, and he is super excited for Battlefield Six. So that means he's probably gonna get it on PC now. Or on um, Series X. Now, having said that, I am I enjoy Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been addicted to first person shooters since Modern Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of fell off after that, and then I could never get back into it. Like I like it; it's fun. I love um, I love Warzone. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a great take on Battle Royale and Call of Duty. I think yep. has done it better than some other people in the realistic shooting genre um but i just it because of that it's kind of hard for me to like want to play the next battlefield but trailer drops tomorrow 10 a.m eastern 9 9 a.m our time um so i'm i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it tomorrow morning be a little bit excited for it hopefully they show me something good um do you think it'll be a day uh game pass day one Man, dude, that would be such a well. It'll be on Game Pass be because EA EA, EA, EA yeah. plays a part of Game Pass, so there'll at least be a ten hour demo on there or not demo trial. I guess I would say um, a huge Xbox if that's actually like a a day one play kind of deal. You know, that would be huge. I think they they would get a lot of the player base. The only the only I guess the only difference though is EA Play is on PlayStation as well. So, I guess I any, although right, say that again. Because isn't EA Play part of Xbox Game Pass or no? EA Play is a was. part of Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass Ultimate. So, okay. if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you have EA Play. So, but you know anybody that has um, EA Play on PlayStation can also access everything on it. Um, but you know, I guess we'll see. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the trailer is like tomorrow. That's kind of like the unofficial kickoff for everything. For me, the real kickoff starts uh, Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. our time, Central Time. Uh, Summer Game Fest kicks off. Uh, Jeff Keeley posted a tweet to clarify that everything that will be in the presentation on Thursday in- includes 30 plus games, combination of new game reveals, and long awaited updates. For some reason, Jeff Goldblum is going to be a guest. I don't know. Like, whatever. Um, Jurassic Park game, maybe. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Um, although maybe just a video game in the life of the, a life of Jeff Goldblum. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito, which I don't actually know who that is, but I know the name sounds familiar. Um, and surprise, other other devs, uh, musical performances by Weezer, Japanese Breakfast, Sonic Symphony, and um, Day of Devs, which I'm not sure what that is. I'm sure it's just going to be a, a developer showcase type thing. The big rumor that I have been reading this past three or four days is that finally get real information on Elden Ring during the Summer Game Fest on Thursday. Do you think we will see Elden Ring? And where are you at on your excitement and or lack thereof of Elden Ring? So, 
I loved what Skyrim could have been, but I hated Skyrim. I know that's a strong word. I just wasn't a fan. It didn't. <laughs> that's it. You're done. You're off the show. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, I, just, I, I couldn't get into it. I tried like six times, but Elden Ring looks pretty cool. It looked it looked like a hardcore kind of Skyrim, you know, or an RPG. It was violent. Uh, it it had a lot more. Uh, like a Dungeons and Dragons fantasy kind of lore look. Plus, it's it's uh, written by George R. R. Martin, so you know there's death everywhere. I guess it'll be finished. Um, <laughs> so this is just going to be a game that's perpetually in production. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it depends on who you let. You know, the director, right? You know, right. <laughs> how the final act goes, but um. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm super. I am super excited for it. Like, it'll be a day one purchase for me, depending on um, some of the trailers and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. I I hope they show something something over the E3 week, whether it's at Game Fest or something for Elden Ring, just because I I want more. Show me more. Everybody's excited for it. Um, My guess is more cinematic. Oh, probably no real gameplay. Probably just probably cinematic no. and, but. At least, like, give us a time frame, maybe, of what your release date looks like or something. Like three or four years away. Right. Probably is, though. Um, The real E3 starts on Saturday, 6-12. There's a whole bunch of other conferences. I only am going to go through the kind of the bigger named conferences that are scheduled for the weekend, which Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, the Ubisoft Forward. Ubisoft has become one of my favorite E3 presentations. Um, their last one was kind of May, but I've, with the exception of that, I've always laughed at or at least highly enjoyed and gotten really excited for some of the stuff they've shown at the Ubisoft Forward. Um, we're probably more likely going to get a crap load more Far Cry 6. Like just, mm-hmm. It's their big upcoming game. Um, hopefully an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2, which has been kind of... One of those games they've just been talking about ever since they announced it three or four years ago. Um, and then I'm always going to hold out for a Splinter Cell, some new Splinter Cell game. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to, to the Ubisoft conference? I am a big fan of Far Cry. I love Far Cry 5. Um, story was meh, but the more open worldy. I enjoyed the hunting. I enjoyed the fishing. The fishing. The fishing. Yeah. <laughs> The best fishing. I, I, I spent more time fishing than I did most I did. Things in that I game. did the same. A friend of mine came over to the house and was like, What are you doing? I was like, I'm playing Far Cry. He goes, Is that the new one? I was like, Yeah. He goes, or He said something and he goes, What are you what are you doing though? I said, I'm fishing. And he's like, yeah. Is it is this a quest? I'm like, Oh no, I've actually beat the story. I'm just fishing. And he's <laughs> like, What? I'm like, I still have to platinum the game. And part of that's fishing. And so I'm going to fish. He goes, oh, so you just need to get like a fishing trophy. I already got the fishing trophy. This just looked like a good spot to fish. And I wanted to fish. <laughs> he was, he was like, he was like, get a fishing license and go fishing. And I'm like, you don't tell me what to do, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, um, it sounds like they really wanted to they say this. It could just be because of COVID and they didn't have much time, but they, they cut a lot of stuff extra stuff like the level creator 
and um, the multiplayer to focus more on the single player. And, you know, I think everyone really enjoyed the single player last time. So I'm spending more time on it. Just It makes me pretty excited. Real quick, I guess I never really played with the level creator. <laughs> I didn't either. I saw something on Reddit yes, yesterday or Sunday that I thought was hilarious. Animal Crossing. Have you played Animal Crossing? No, I've been trying to get my wife to play it. I've, I've heard it's pretty fun. Okay, so but. there's a, a community center. There's a building that has a little, little, I don't know, like a brick plot in front of it. It's got a community board for post note for posting like things in it. There's a flag. There's balloons that fly by. And on every Saturday, there's a character that comes and plays and takes requests for songs. <laughs> Somebody in the level creator recreated a Saturday in at the community center in the oh level God. creator for far cry five. They even put the, the balloons that float by that you shoot with a slingshot to get like recipes and stuff. There's like one or two in the distance behind it. And I'm like, Oh my God. I love this. I'm like, I love every, every bit of this. <laughs> um, awesome. what was there? Sorry. Just awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. But then I started, I was, I, then I fell down a rabbit hole and started looking at all these things people have created in the level creator. I'm like, I didn't, I guess I didn't play with this enough to see that you could do most of this stuff. Um, they did show a trailer yesterday for Rainbow Six Extraction, which used to be Rainbow Six Quarantine. Um, did, do you have any opinions on that? Did you see that at all? Or do you remember what that game was even about? Played Quarantine and it was terrible. Oh, did you, so you got to play that? Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It was, it was a PBE um, timed um, game mode and <clears throat> cool concept. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, well, something caused them to delay it and, and, and make a whole bunch of changes and apparently even change the name. So maybe they took some feedback and I hope so. I hope so. Like I'm, I, I'm a huge cause zombies fan. I've, I've played a lot of the Easter eggs. I've beaten a lot of the Easter eggs. Um, so love, love that kind of PVE kind of thing. But yeah, it just didn't resonate with me. There was it was very shallow. Um, just wasn't a lot of fun. It was really hard, actually. Yeah, this is yeah. one of those where it's just not enjoyable. I mean, like there wasn't any great reward. There wasn't any really big. They had some cool skins though. Yeah, I think I still got. A, I think I got like a ghost one for Habana. It's pretty cool. Or Rainbow Six yeah. is. Rainbow Six is good at that. It, the, all the different variations and the looks of all the characters and stuff. Great way to spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, real money that you don't want to spend. Uh, <laughs> the The last major for me personally, the um, event taking place on Saturdays, Devolver Digital will also have a conference later in the afternoon. I just love Devolver Digital, and I usually will play any game they put out. But the really big, big big conference on Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern 12 central is the Microsoft Bethesda um, conference. What, what are you looking for and or hoping for from this? Do you have anything in particular? So I actually was reading and I heard that um, Microsoft was potentially going to announce the purchase of a new um, game studio, possibly Crytek. Which, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the Crisis games, so 
having Microsoft take that over and uh, maybe pumping out a couple more crisis games would be pretty exciting for me. I have, I've been vocal about not liking when Microsoft or Sony want to just buy their exclusives as I would put it. Um, Mm -hmm. But having said that Crytek is a studio that could use to have some money injected into it. And I'm I'm not against Microsoft buying Crytek. I think that would be good for the studio and allow them to work on the games that I think they have a they have a really good diehard fan set that I think would want certain games from them and they probably don't have the means to do it. So if Microsoft doing that, um if Microsoft buying them lets them do that, I'm all I'm for that. So any anything other than that possibly? You know, I'm always excited to see new Halo stuff, but at the same time, I wasn't super impressed with the most recent Halo trailers, so I don't know. Well, I, I know, know you know you know they're going to go all out because, in my opinion, they have to release Halo this year. Sam and I have talked about this. I think if they don't release Halo this year, the the backlash they're going to get is so bad. It will be so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're going to get. I think we'll get release date i think we'll get uh, a new story trailer that probably will hopefully won't be on like three version old um build and on an actual xbox Xbox series x instead of a linux whatever um again right i just it was it was so rough microsoft is in another position i don't know how they keep finding themselves in these positions where they have the whole stage is there for them to make some amazing announcements and get people super excited without having to worry about what Sony's doing because Sony isn't at E3 and they're not going to be around to make, unless Sony like bombards game fest with a crap load of stuff that nobody's anticipating, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, even no. though, even though I think Jeff Keeley is a diehard Sony guy, I don't know if there's something about the way he talks. I'm like, I feel like I feel like he gives both of them equal opportunity, but I always feel like he waxes a little more poetic with Sony when he talks about them. But um, I I think they have everything in front of them to have their best ever presentation. Um, give everybody all the information they want on Halo and mm-hmm. show Starfield. Let them get that out there. Give it a release date. I don't care if it's this year or next year. It should be hopefully probably next year. Um, cause otherwise I'll feel it's rushed. Mm-hmm. G- give us that. I know they're not going to do it, but I would still, we, we still argue about this. They still haven't given a definitive what they are doing with exclusive exclusivity with Bethesda. I don't think they're going to do it during a joint thing like this because mm-hmm. it ultimately, and I think I said this in our la- my last podcast was last week was, I think that Starfield will be an Xbox exclusive going forward. The next, um, oh crap, I forgot the name of Fallout. The next Fallout will also be an exclusive to Xbox. I am almost 80 to 90% confident of this. The next Elder Scrolls is the one game that I think they will ultimately end up putting on PlayStation. So having said that, I don't think they're going to say that at a joint function like this. And I still don't think they're going to give a, a drop dead definitive answer on what they're doing. Every, every time they get the opportunity to clarify, they don't clarify. They just kind of dance around it and use 
corporate talk to make it sound like they're giving the fans exactly what they want. I think they're much more wary following the fallout, which had pretty significant, you know, financial results with the um, Xbox one and how hard they hard, how specific their answers were and you know, how out there their expectations were for the Xbox one in comparison to the PS4. Um, they're trying to not get a lot of hard answers, kind of feel around, maybe yeah. see what gamers want, what kind of a group opinion is on stuff prior to fully committing. Um, otherwise, I mean, they don't want to see what happened with Xbox One and PS4, where the PS4 just completely ran away right. with, uh, with the entire generation because of how poorly it launched with the limitations they placed on it. And they don't want to do that with the games. Because they're making money off their games, not the yeah. They're making money the, off their games and Game Pass and just yeah. yeah. And, and I think they're going for much more of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for. They just want you to buy Game Pass, honestly. Yeah, I, they I just like, Sam likes to say they just want people in their ecosystem. That's really all they yeah. want. So yeah, um, they have to me. Like I said, this is a prime opportunity for them. They keep saying they have a whole bunch of games in production not from Bethesda or any other major purchase you've made. I, I just hope they show off some really cool new first party games to get people excited for something new and different okay. new IPs and stuff. Um, okay. New IPs. Yes. Please. Yes. Yes. Something new. <laughs> um, later the, the, the to, to round out Sunday, there's a square Enix. Um, there's a Warner brothers and a PC gaming uh, thing. Real quick on Warner Brothers, I'm I'm hoping we get some better information and some updated information on Gotham Knights and Rocksteady Suicide Squad game, um, and I'm hoping we get Injustice Three, some kind of Injustice Three announcement. Uh, any of those games, games that excite you or anything? Definitely Batman. I've played all the Batman games; they are amazing. I think my favorite's still um, Asylum, but. Uh... They were all fantastic games. Big, big Batman fan. Well, I'm curious as to how the, cause I think they said it's supposed to be in the same universe as Arkham. So I'm curious how, um, the suicide squad game is going to factor into the fact that, um, spoiler alert, alert to Arkham, um, night, supposedly Batman's dead. Um, I'm curious as to how they're going to play that into whatever they're doing with suicide squad, but I'm really, I want to see some actual Suicide Squad gameplay. I want to see better Gotham Knight gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. I want to, and then I'm hoping they finally announce Injustice Three. I would love for Warner Brothers to be able to get to work with Disney. I would love a Marvel versus DC fighting game. I think it would be a lot of fun. Man, that would be pretty amazing. Um, uh, but I have a big question for you. What is there anything you're looking for in the PC gaming world that they might be announcing at E3 this year? We can almost guarantee they're going to have a be showing a lot of the new um, Age of Empires Four would be my guess. Um, which I don't remember when that's supposed to come out, but it's soon-ish. Um, really not terribly excited for it. Uh, one of the biggest complaints and that's one of mine as well, is that it, it's kind of got a, a mobile game graphics look. Ew. Um, yes. I'm not a fan at all. Um, 
So we'll see how that goes. If the gameplay can hold it up, you know, awesome. I'm, I love Page of Empires, but it's not a great start. Um, it looks like it currently just says fall 2021. doesn't look like there's an actual release date yet. Uh, maybe they'll announce it then. Um, Do you think they're going to announce a new Sims game anytime soon? Maybe. I never played the Sims. Um, let's see, Sims. Let's see, we're at Sims 4 now. Yes, so it'd be some slide. making DLC for it. And it's still selling like hotcakes, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I could see that with the new graphics cards out and the new, you know, all the new hardware. I could see that. It'd be pretty cool. Real, real quick, tell me the big difference between Age of Empires and Civilization. I love Civilization. I'm new to Civilization within the last four years. Um, I stumbled, I basically, I think I got it in a humble bundle for like super, super cheap. And I was like, I've always wanted to play this. So I played it and then I ended up buying three expansions. I was like, I really like civilization. Um, but this is also coming from someone who used to be a diehard, um, Sim city fan. So what's, what, what is the difference between age of empires and civilization? Uh, so civilization is definitely much more a, um, uh, like a empire management game, you know, you have your, you have your fighting units, but it's primarily like a city manager, empire manager, you're managing your resources, your people's happiness, your, your, um, your policies, your politics with uh, your neighbors. It's much, it feels much more like a board game as well. You know, with, you know, it's everything's in one turn, everything has so many paces they can move. Um, Age of Empires is a RTS, so everything's constantly moving. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. Game takes an hour. Civilization, man. I've spent a solid twenty-four hours on a Civ game before. <laughs> like, long, you know, you play it on marathon, whatever it is, like five hundred thousand turns, something crazy, you know. And half that times you're computers chugging just trying to get through all of the everybody else's turn because it's the world so big right um, yeah it, i think that's the biggest difference if you want to just sit back and chill play civ it's really relaxing listen to music or um do a little bit do some work do you think there's going to be any big um diablo updates Ooh, i don't know that would be pretty cool. I'm I just, I guess I don't know what Blizzard's showing is normally like at E3. I don't know myself, honestly. I think there has been some rumors as to a new Diablo. Well, no, um, they, I mean, they've already announced the new Diablo. I just wasn't sure if they were going to, if you thought maybe they would show. Have you, have you played Diablo 3? No. No, my, uh, my brother-in-law is a big Diablo fan, um, and trying to get me into it and I just haven't taken the time to start it yet it's so I, I will tell you it's it, get it on PlayStation because you can play it on PlayStation um, it's more fun on PC for obvious reasons um, so I this is my story I always tell about Diablo 3 I'd never played a Diablo game in my entire life in 2012 um, when they were announcing or I guess it was thir- 11 2011 when they were in the middle of releasing Diablo 3 um, me and one of my best friends went to San Diego Comic Con while we were there Blizzard had a huge booth where it was first time anybody would ever get to play Diablo 3 and they had a line 
of like probably 30 or 40 computers set up for people to come play Diablo 3. One afternoon, me and him both ended up wasting a good two hours just playing Diablo 3. I had never played a Diablo game in my entire life, and then I became addicted, and so I like I pre-ordered like a special edition of it, and I spent so many hours playing it to where then when they announced it was being released on PlayStation 3, I bought it on PlayStation 3. I then ended up buying it on PlayStation 4 and um, then bought an upgraded version um, because I lost it on um, uh, my PlayStation. So I bought it. I bought it physically and I ended up, I don't remember what happened to my disc, but then I bought it again when they did like some big update on it later down the line. I tell everybody it's a game that you don't know you love until you play it. And once you play it, you love it. Um, I'm just going to throw that out there. If you get the opportunity to play it, play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, yeah, I'm not trying out. I keep telling myself I'm going to do it and then try something, <laughs> <restart> something else. <laughs> um, on Monday, the only two big names that I really thought were very interesting was Capcom and take two both have their presentations. Do you think they'll announce GTA six D three or no? Nah. No, they're making too much money off their shark cards. They don't care. Yeah, I don't think they do either. I think yeah. I think Red Dead Online and GTA Online is their current future, and that's really all they care about. Um, no, no, update for Red Dead, and nobody cares. Yeah, um, you should you should join us the next time we get on Red Dead Online because <laughs> we had the stupidest of fun doing that, and it was ridiculous um like we just random shit that we weren't expecting to happen happening and all sorts of other stuff um capcom will probably pimp out resident evil a little bit more i'm hoping they do another if they, if they do another remaster of a resident evil game which one do you think it'll be Ooh. let's see they've done one they've done two they've done three right yes i don't know mm-hmm. if they did they do nemesis or is three nemesis three is nemesis Maybe they didn't. I don't know. What's the big one that everybody seems to like? Five, maybe? I have not played any of the early ones. I've only played seven and started eight. So I think I've heard five is pretty popular. So maybe five. Just to update it for next gen? Mm-hmm. Not like a big gameplay update, but, you know, it's prettier. Right. Faster load times. Um, and then Nintendo has their Nintendo Direct on Tuesday when everybody else is done and nobody cares. Um, I'm hoping, the only thing I'm looking forward to for Nintendo is I'm hoping some more Animal Crossing updates. So they need some. They need to add some really big things to get people back into the game. I don't, there's nothing really else that I'm looking forward to. I don't think they're going to announce a Switch Pro. I really don't. I've gotten to this point where I've gotten over the idea that there's going to be one. Um, but if they're going to do it, that would be when they do it. Do you think there's ever going to be a Switch Pro? Yeah, I think there will be. I think there will be OLED, 4K, little, little beefier graphics. Because the rumor is, if there is one, it's supposed to be able to play games that are on par with the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. And I'll be honest, that would be amazing. But That would be. I, I got to wonder because they tried. They need a system. They need to, as much as I love the Switch, Mm-hmm. They need to make a system, a console that runs alongside whatever Sony has going and whatever Microsoft has going so that Nintendo 
hardcore Nintendo fans have the opportunity to play the third-party games that they don't make for Nintendo anymore because they just can't run them. Madden needs to be on a Nintendo system. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a Call of Duty. Put it on a Nintendo system. If if you yep. if you were able to either make a Switch or a console for Nintendo, like I feel like they have such a niche of an audience that if you were finally able to make a new console that allowed those games on there, I think it would blow their console up even more than what they actually expect. But mm-hmm. um, they also need to get somebody to fix their online shit. But anyway, <laughs> that, that's the only announcement I want from them for, uh, from Tuesday. We've hired so-and-so. We're revamping our entire online to be more, more in line to what people expect from online video games in 2021. Okay. You think it'll be they'll announce the new Metroid maybe? Well, didn't they shelve the last didn't they announce Metroid and then shelve it? Uh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I think about it too. They probably announced it at one of their own little Yeah, I things. don't think there's gonna be an update on it. Um I think yeah. I think um Breath of the Wild two will be the only really big game that I hope that they announce, to be honest. And I think they might only just give us a title treatment and a release window. And then they'll say later this year we'll do another mini Nintendo Direct. We'll get, we'll get like a picture, like a super vague picture with some hint, right? Something lame. <laughs> like here's here's your your title treatment, like God of War. It'll be released next year, and then we'll push it a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Zach, I appreciate you coming on, getting this this episode in almost almost midnight on um, Monday or Tuesday night. So this will be up in about four to five hours. Luckily, I prepped the back end, so all I got to do is upload the file. <laughs> um, so thank you again. It was great talking to you. Um, maybe get you on next week so we can talk about some of the stuff talked about at E three. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that again. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for inviting me. And uh, oh, yeah, hopefully next time. Be yeah. Blast. And I got a parting a parting message here from Sam. Enjoy your games.